Welcome to As We Understand Him, a weekly coffee chat exploring a deeper relationship with God as we understand Him. You can download As We Understand Him weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at As We Understand Him Podcast. For additional information, to hear episodes, and to access resources and writings, please visit our website, asweunderstandhim.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys trying to figure out the God thing, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Glenn, good morning. What's happening, my brother? Man, the parking lot was full this morning. Was it really? No. 6 a.m.? Are you kidding A virtual me? parking lot. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's always packed. Yeah. Love doing packed. love doing these coffees with you. I know. It's still uh, it's still intimidating on this, uh, you know, as, as we've talked before, you know, on, on the sober path. Yeah, we, you know. I don't feel qualified, but but yet I but I, I know what my journey is, and that's my story. And if that's going to help the next guy engage a little more with uh, with their spiritual journey, then I'm all for it. Yeah, we were just laughing that, you know, kind of in, in AA, right, talks about God, higher power, key with a capital H, right? right? And and so, the, in fact, a, a saying I hear a lot in AA is, you know, that um, God brought me to AA, and then AA yeah, brought, brought me back me to God, to, right? right? But I think they, they bring you to, like, the spiritual path or the spirit, you know, the, the edge of the spiritual pool, and then... They don't tell you any details beyond that. No, no, just get spiritual. Right? So that's right. kind of what we're trying to do is extend that and just share, you know, our experience, strength, and hope from what we've done. And yeah. our you know, it's a learning thing. I mean, last last week's coffee, the last two weeks with you, I'm, I've walked away with so much good stuff because, you know, you're just on a journey and you're just sharing these metaphors and analogies and they just make so much sense to me and help me in my growth that, that I really appreciate you. Yeah, it's awesome. It's always great to be in the coffee shop. Well, you know what? We got a table for three today. I know. I love that. Uh, I, I know. In fact, this I, think this is our, I, I was just going to say, I think it's our first table for three. It's our first as table we understand him, right? We were joking before before we went live, and it's like the first ep- the first season of Seinfeld or Friends. It was a little quirky, a little clunky. <laughs> That's kind of how we feel like we are right now. We're a little clunky, but we'll get our groove on. But yeah, we got a table for three. We got a good friend, Mark, in the in the uh, coffee Mark, shop with brother. us. Good Welcome, morning, man. Mark. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for having me. But you see, I haven't seen you in person in so long. Uh, you know, we used to uh, we used to see each other more, and then the whole COVID thing happened. You know, and and that stopped everybody from seeing everybody, but COVID, it's good to, a couple of kids. Yeah, yeah well, a couple, too yeah, much. yeah. How the kids Busy good? Yeah. They're good. Yeah, they were just waking up when I left, so we should have brought them along. Up. You know, we they oh, they, they serve little chocolate milk and donuts here in the coffee shop. Yeah, no, nice, they don't. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, it's great to have you here. It's uh, we love the table for threes, and uh, Glenn had shared with me. Uh, coming into this week he says hey why don't we why don't we get together with mark for coffee and i thought that'd be great because there's a um there's a story i won't i won't steal the thunder but i just call it the prayer story right and and i didn't witness it you know i had to read about it or hear about it from glenn but he goes i want mark to come in and talk talk tell the prayer story and i'm like oh this sounds good this sounds exciting yeah so you know, yeah, and, and we sort of have a hot mic like before the yeah. show because we, we talk about some cool stuff. But uh, Mark, welcome, man. It's really a pleasure. I am trying to think, you know, hundreds of times I have shared the prayer story, right? Wow. Um, you know, and, and we've talked about it on Sober.Coffee and when I talk to, to, to people. And, and 
I've always shared about the prayer story. This is, and I was just trying to describe, you know, just before we, we jumped on the mics, but not on you, Mike, on yeah. the mics. Yeah, don't jump um, on the mic. <laughs> that's right. But um, just the impact. And, and it's funny, just my mood right now is, is changing. It's almost like turning into awe and, and, and reverence because this prayer story had so much impact on me. And we're probably not going to, you know, do it justice as it was in the moment, but to try to recreate. And I've always wanted, you know, to connect with Mark in the studio of some sort mm -hmm. to tell and, and share this prayer story. Um, I just wanted to hang with them so we could talk about C.S. Lewis, but I always, guess that'll be another episode. That's another seventeen episodes. Yeah, that's we could do. We could um, we can unpack that for Mark him. is such a C.S. Lewis oh, stud. Oh yeah, it all goes back to C.S. Lewis. Yeah, so just to frame this up, so we've talked about Rooted, and, right. and Rooted is this 10-week program, um, you know, that, that just kind of explains God. In fact, week one is who is God, right? And then, you know, you, you learn a little bit more, and you learn a little bit more about Jesus then, and the Old Testament, New Testament, and then, you know, week five, well, then there's a prayer session, right, where you learn how mm -hmm. to pray, and, and there's actually like a three-hour prayer session that the group does, you know, Individually, yeah. yeah, collectively, and and I call that a great nap, but um, but that's where I was at that time, and and then week five is when we deal with strongholds, and, oh. and then you know, and 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 so, you know, just to tee this up, you know, I went as um, couples in uh, fall of 2018, and I just came out hungry. I said I want to do this. I, I remember going to my pastor and. And I said, hey, does it make sense to go through Rooted again uh, with just guys? I, I came out, you know, being an AA, you know, you get down to the granular level, the one-foot level. Almost immediately. Yeah, like, like meeting one, right. right? I mean, people are real, they're raw, they're telling their stories. And, and so I went through Couples Rooted, and it was an 80,000-foot level. Wait, didn't your wife tell you to oh, keep it at like, 80,000 feet? They don't want to meet one, they one don't foot want to, You would scare them I, away yeah, with one foot know, We're going to get uninvited. <laughs> so, I, so, you know, at this point, I told her, I passed my whole story, and I said, do you think it makes sense I go through his guys? He goes, yeah. He said, in fact, I want you to lead it. And I'm like, dude, no way, man. I said, you know my story. Yeah, right. He goes, that's exactly how I want you to, to lead it. So we, we started Rooted. We had nine guys. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll reference that a lot. Maybe have some some other guys on, but yeah, we'll just a quick interruption. Resource room. We'll have multiple links for Rooted. The Rooted right. to the book and some overviews, just so that you don't feel lost understanding what Rooted is. So just check out our resource room. Really impactful. In mm -hmm. fact, you know, we we have a lot of stories. You know, a lot of good things happen from from our our Rooted group. And and so week three, I th I think week three mark is like prayer, right? And um, so, so Mark, so Mark, let me take you back a little bit. Why did you jump into Rooted? What What were you looking for? I didn't know you before then. First time I met you was the first night of Rooted. What were you looking for? <clears throat> yeah, no, Rooted was awesome for sure. So, just kind of a deeper dive into who God is and, and the relationship we're supposed to have with Him. Uh, you know, I grew up Catholic, so around religion my whole life, but it just never made sense it really never like did anything for me and but I, I felt like there was a lot there and actually right before I joined Rooted I read Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis and that just like poured gasoline on the fire to 
to just figure out, you know, this God thing. And I guess I grew up around religion, but didn't realize how many objections I still had to the idea of there being a God and who this God is and, and the plan he had for our lives. And um, C.S. Lewis just tore all of those objections apart. And he even came up because he was an a- atheist and then, you know, would argue against religion and God. And then he ended up becoming converted through actually a close relationship with Jared Tolkien and a lot of other people at his, um, went to Oxford. And so really smart people talking about smarter stuff than I could figure out, but it was, uh, he just did a great job. So, um, after reading that, I just really felt like this is something that I should be pursuing and really digging into. So go to Parkview. They mentioned Rooted. It was coming up. So signed up and, um, yeah, it delivered. Wait, 10 weeks is a commitment. Especially when you're you're busy, you got a lot going on, life's going on. Ten ten weeks is a lot. So uh, you know what I love about your short intro there is the word objections. You know, you had a lot of objections. C.S. Lewis had a lot of objections. It's like, you know, in the religion I grew up in, you know, in, in the religious setting I grew up in, you don't ask questions. You yep. don't ask what it is. What it is. Next, carry on. Right. And I love that because the little boy in me said, "But I don't understand," <laughs> you know. Exactly. And I think that's what I heard you say too. But I don't understand. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah and, and that's probably as I as I got to know you, that's probably a common theme is you're you're questioning, you're seeking, searching, and learning. Um, you know, C.S. Lewis. You know, I, I always call I always call you a C.S. Lewis stud because you, <laughs> you're you know you. In fact, I. There, there's a second C.S. Lewis book. I, I remember I listened to, you suggested it, and I listened to it as I was driving my daughter out to- Screw uh, tape letters? Or? Yes. Yeah. So I was driving my daughter out to L.A. I mean, that was amazing. You know, just yeah. amazing stuff. So, um, okay, so so let me let, let me kind of tee up um, week three of Rooted, which was prayer, right? So by, by this point, we were getting to know each other. We were starting to feel comfortable with each other. Each week, somebody told their story. Um, we we tried to stay with the content, but sometimes the group just went right. Just don't, went. Don't by. forget. Don't forget who was leading it. Mm. Yeah, I had I had clueless. So, um, so we uh, the the assignment for prayer for that week, uh, as we were delving into prayer, and for me up to that point, I thought prayer was a grocery list. I thought it was the request line. Right. And it never worked for me. Right. So this week was like the starting of the aha that what I did my whole life, the 12 minute prayers we used to have in church where people were trying to get points for using big words like sanctimonious, you know, and I mean, that wasn't what prayer was about. And I started to, to, again, unlearn that and learn new things. So the assignment for that week and, and the way Rooted works is you have a workbook, you do something every day, you know, 10 minutes a day, and then you come and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So the, the assignment for the week was write a prayer to God using or, or not using churchy church language, right? So like sanctimonious. Illegal. Right. <laughs> or, or, or righteousness or, you know. Mm-hmm. So just using everyday language. Um, you know, write a prayer to God. And, and I looked around the group and everybody had kind of written something and I wrote something. And, and, um, so I said, um, does anybody want to read theirs? Now to set the stage, we were 
sitting around a fireplace in our church, um, open hallways all around us, right? And it, it just seemed like like people would walk by every now and then or, or whatnot. It just seemed like we were in our nice little spot by the fireplace, low lighting, right? It was just, I'm just trying to set up set the Hollywood. The stage, yeah, right. Yeah. So then, so then, you know, um, not a lot of bright lights. And, and, and so then, you know, I say, hey, would anybody like to read their non-churchy church language prayer? And, and there was some, some hesitation, and Mark says, I'll read mine. And so I'm like, giddy up, man. And, and uh, you know, and so, Mark, I'll, I'll turn it to you, and um, I'll let you read the prayer. I think you had it written out, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I don't have it here, but I, um, I do have that. I still have that rooted book for sure. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, the, the instruction was to, like, bring your frustrations to God and not to church it up. And it said, don't worry, God can handle it. And I remember sitting there with my pen in my hand being like, okay, not church it up. Because all of my prayers to this time had always been like, oh, dear Heavenly Father, you are so <laughs> great. Thank you for everything you've done. My life is perfect. You're the best. And, you know, he's way over there, and I'm over here just blowing smoke. And um, But that's, I thought that's how it had to that's, be. That's churched up. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's what I thought how prayer had to be. It was like, you don't, you don't talk down to God. You don't, you know, you be very proper. You, you address him as a, you know, superior. And um, so this one was like, don't church it up. Don't worry, you can handle it. So can I? Is this like oh, yeah, PG or no, is no, this you're, like uh, adults? You're, 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 it's adults. You are welcome to use the F word. <laughs> okay, it's adults. That was it was frequent real. in this prayer. Yeah. Um, Hey, started hey, off. Hey, yeah. hey, Mark, we, we don't want to church it up. Okay. Yeah, no churching it up. Don't worry. We can handle it and God can handle it. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I'm over that approach. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it literally just started like, God, what the fuck? Like, this sucks. Like, you're sitting here telling me that life is great and I'm supposed to give you thanks for all of these things, yet I'm just horribly depressed all the time and a ton of pain just struggling through life trying to find any sight uh, any you know type of happiness and joy like i don't feel like i've ever felt loved my entire life i feel like all i do is try and please the people around me and uh to no avail i just feel completely empty inside and you want me to thank you for this like this is good this is what you created this whole world to be this is how you wanted my life to be like thanks god thanks for this like i'm just sitting here in so much pain and like, don't even get me started on my sister, Amy, committed suicide in 2010. Her, she wrote a, you know, in her suicide letter, just couldn't overcome her own demons. And, you know, I saw her struggling with bulimia throughout high school and college and just always, you know, looking outward for validation and, and just could never figure it out and just lived in so much pain that she decided to end her life. And my best friend stood up in my wedding two months to the day after he stood up in my wedding, drank himself to death. They found him dead in his bedroom. Um, he'd struggled with alcoholism for many years and just couldn't get in. I saw him spiral and it's like, what am I thanking you for, God? Like, this is the world you thrusted us into with like very limited like guidance. And here I am supposed to thank you. It's like, no, fuck you. Man. Like, what the fuck? This is brutal. Like, I hate my life. I hate myself. And there's you. This So, um, I, I mean, this was like two and a half pages of this, um, just spilling it out. 
And I was nervous going into this type of approach. I thought, like I said, you can't call God out. You got to be nice to God. Um, so as I, I just felt like I just started unloading, just started swinging at him, just, you know, throwing rights and lefts. And um, heading into the prayer, I thought that he was going to, you know, step away, that as I was going to unload on him, he was going to become more distant and I wasn't going to feel him at all. But as I started just letting him have it, with every punch, I felt like he actually got closer and uh, was stepping into each and every swing um, to the point to at the end I was just exhausted and I like fell into his arms and he just held me and um, he, he the, the sense that I got was that he said uh, yes I hear you all of that is true and I'm sorry and he didn't try to like negate any of it he didn't want us he didn't come at it from an angle of like no, you don't get it. If you could just see it from this angle, no, you got it all wrong. You're you're wrong. He sat there with me in the pain, in the suffering, and just held me and said, uh, you know, just validated my experience and felt the pain with me. And um, I mean, I was just like crying in this moment. And it really was, honestly, I think it's the first time that I actually felt that personal connection with God because I wasn't trying to be something you know I actually brought what I was dealing with to him probably mm. for the first time ever I laid it all on the table and I think he loved it is the sense that I got was that he's like finally this is what I've been waiting for for the last 30 years is for you to actually come to me with your real stuff I know I know you're struggling there I, but I can't help you unless you come to me and ask for help and um so that yeah I'd say that's probably the really the first time I was ever real with God and had that personal felt like I had a personal experience and uh, a relationship and yeah like I said I just felt like every time I threw the f-bomb at him he got a little closer every time and every every punch yeah he, he stepped into and um, didn't didn't try to deflect him or, or anything but he he took them all and and then took me I love it I love it that that uh <clears throat> You know, it made me, as I'm listening to your story, and it almost, you know, it just moved me so much because it was so real. And I'm no theologian, but I have read Psalms, and Psalms are the cry of the heart of, of you know, the author in, in anguish in many cases. And no F-bombs, but, but I wonder maybe there ought to have been to really get to where they needed to get. And God delivered them too, you know, according to the Psalms, not on their schedule. Um, but I love the fact that the more, I love the visual because that's relationship. That you just shattered the notion of religion and brought it to a plane of, of relationship that I desire to have. Yeah, I think um, a couple things. And first of all, man, Mark, I, I don't know what it is, man. I, I'm, I'm just over here getting emotional. I mean, I, I just can't tell you the power of that incident had and has continued. I mean, I had chills the entire time. It, it was just one of the moments that just taught me so much. And, and I've made a couple quick notes just because, I, I mean, things are spewing. But, you know, I think we're going to title this episode, God, What the Fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's let, a, uh, let Apple WTF. censor that. Yeah, right? but 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 part of that, right? So, I mean, you know, the whole purpose of our podcast is to kind of share what what has happened and, and, and is happening on the spiritual journey. But 
you know, so much of the bullshit I grew up with had to be shattered and unlearned. And, and from a prayer perspective, I remember I was at a, a service and, and one of our pastors at church, you know, uh, Pastor Richie's got long blonde hair, tats all over the place, you know, certainly not the indicative, uh, you know, Oral Roberts, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and he's on stage and I remember him, you know, putting his arms wide open, spread wide open with all his tats and stuff and his t-shirt and he, shaking his blonde hair in the back and he looks up, he says, Daddy, referencing God. And, mm -hmm. and I was like waiting for the lightning to hit, right? Because that's what I grew up with, right? And, and I'm like, how dare you not have reverence, mm -hmm. right? And that's how, Mark, how, how you started out, right? You started out, hey, let me be very thankful, and this is what I'm supposed to do. And, 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 and I think what you're supposed to do is to be honest and to be real and raw. And, um, and that's what I felt and feel from your prayer is, hey, I'm going to stop all the pretending and I'm going to be real, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you, you did outline, you know, pain that you have gone through and, and still carry. Right. Um, you know, and, and I think part of what, what Mikey said hits it for me is, is that instance of that prayer doing rooted shattered because what I came away that night, I mean, I was, blown away and I, I think part of Mikey just made a click is it shattered all the bullshit that I grew up with and what I came away from that night is this is real and I don't think I'd ever seen real before like I saw it that night or like I like, like I saw like it I read here today yeah right right yeah for me my prayer life growing up was uh, I'd go into the little box, you know, the little jail cell, and I'd come out and I'd have to recite 14 Our Fathers and six Hail Marys. So that was a good week for me, 20 prayers. <laughs> um, I felt I was really on the road to recovery at that juncture. but Making progress. But, you know, it was just this repetitive. It meant nothing. It meant nothing. And and the other thing that I really appreciate about the prayer, and as I'm on my spiritual journey, um, you know, you went into specifics. You know, you didn't just bl you didn't just blanket it. It wasn't a cover statement. Ah, oh, life sucks. Carry on. Next, what are you going to do about it? No, you went into specifics about Amy. You pain went into points. specifics uh, and the pain points. And I I, be I believe the God I serve today and the God I seek today, he want he wants to discuss the pain points. You know, he, he you know he doesn't want world peace. He wants to know he wants to know the pain points. You know. Mm. So, so what I what I want to bounce it back to you, Mark, on is um, go a little deeper, if if you can, on the part where you know you you expected him to push away, but as you became more real and more open and more raw, the closer he came, um, and he sat with you. Was that a one-time thing, or have you experienced that since? Or was that like a brain marker that that was it? Or, or what, what does that look like? Because that part of the story is the same story I had with, uh, with our pastor. You know, I told him some shocking stuff, and I expected him to strong army. 
and say, hey, man, I'll see you next week, right? Or go find another church. Like, mm-hmm. we've had examples of people sharing. We don't want you here. But he leaned in. So let's, let's talk about, you know, kind of, I'm not sure if it can be more concrete, but, you know, I mean, that's a key part is his reaction and, and, and how you felt afterwards. Yeah, like, is God still leaning in? Are you still leading in? Are you, are you in the ring with him still to this day, or was that a one and done? Yeah, I think he's always willing there. And it, the reason why I had such a powerful experience of him in that moment is because I actually finally opened up to him. So I think he's always there. It's just my willingness and ability to open up to him. Um, so at that point, like I said, I was pretty primed going into Rooted. And um, I, that was a couple weeks in, so we were getting some momentum. And I just really did. I just wanted to figure figure this God guy out, kind of hang out with him for a little bit, get a feel for him. So I think I was just in a good spot where I was like open and I opened myself up and I opened all of myself up. And I think he'll gladly step into that whenever, but you know, I'm not often that willing, you know, I still want to do self-control and self-will. And, um, but in this point I truly was seeking him and, and I wasn't just like yelling at him. I was, it, it did feel like I wanted to know, so, like, I was asking God, like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. why? Like, why? And I, But I wasn't just yelling at him. I was trying to right, you actually were reason it, right. it a little bit. So I think he, um, that, uh, he's, I think he's always there. And I was just uh, opening up to him, and he stepped into it. And, um, yeah, with each blow, I, I picture it as, like, me punching him, but it's probably more like me just opening up more corners of my heart and um, him stepping into him and, and gaining access to those spaces that I was holding back from him. Um, and I mean, that, that one was just like a huge, like flood of God's presence. You know, I don't, I haven't had a ton of those specific types of experiences. Some of them are kind of more like less tangible. Like you can kind of just feel them, you know, joy, senses of joy mm-hmm. or awe or astonishment or just immense gratitude. Um, but that one was just me sitting at the kitchen table and just him there, me and him. Um, it felt like he was sitting right next to me. And I, there was that uh, one other one through a rooted experience where I was writing a, an answer to or filling out an answer to one of the um, response questions in the daily activity things. And uh, I accidentally wrote him with a lowercase instead of an uppercase mm-hmm. in regard mm-hmm. in reference to God. And I said, I was like, oh, shoot, sorry, God. You know, I didn't mean to offend you like that. And I felt like he almost just grabbed me by the shoulders and he said, I could give two shits about the H. He said, I want your heart and I want you to know how much I love you. I mean, I just got a shit ton of chills because you're right. And the more I've learned, and, and, and I've learned some of this stuff from, from The uh, Chosen, that's the man-made stuff. Yeah. Right. You know, I don't think Jesus went around, uh, that's a capital J. That's right. That's right. Give me seven of those and 14 of those. (laughs) Right, there's no relationship there, yeah. Oh, Mark, man, you just make it absolutely so real and and so raw, and I think that's that's some some core, I want to use the word competencies, but that's a stupid word. But but that's exactly what, you know. Being on the spiritual path. The reason Rooted worked right, in, in our scenarios, and the same reason that AA works is based on willingness, honesty, and openness, right? And those are kind of some of the guiding principles. And, you know, you came to that session 
willing, open, and honest, and uh, and impacted your own life, your own spiritual journey, and then those in the group. And I th I think that's what God is calling me to is to be have that level of openness, willingness, and honesty to come into a real relationship. And that's what the, that's the word that just keeps coming back to me. But the new word that I got is heart. You know, uh, Glenn and I talked about it, I think, a couple of weeks ago. And I've got the head stuff going on, right? And and you could have wrote a churchy, churchy prayer. You could have wrote something that was structured and socially acceptable. and But you didn't. I think you would have been very good at that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I'm very good at that. Absolutely. I'll write what they want me to hear, what, what, what I think they want me to hear, right. you know, or what I think they want to hear. Um but you weren't. You went right into raw, and you went right in with your heart, and that's what I think. I think that's what the God of the Bible wants at the end of the day. And I personally fall short of doing that because I'll compartmentalize, and and I'll worry about what's capitalized and what's not. I'm. I'm it's so funny you say that. I'm like a freak <laughs> at making sure that the H is capitalized. You know? Oh, see me. I know when it's supposed to be capitalized. I'm like a freak that way. But I learned a lesson this morning. It's not about the freaking H. It's about the heart. Yeah. I'm going to focus on an H. Yeah, so probably, you know, Mark, first of all, love to have you in, man. I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, um, you know, it's almost like sitting here with Michael Jordan or LeBron James. You know, just the impact that that, that, that had and, and your willingness to be raw and real and, and honest. And I think for those that are, like, just getting on the spiritual path or you're wondering, hey, what's this all about? You know, I think there's some clear characteristics or behaviors or whatever they're called that will help. And that's right. to be real, right. raw, honest. Mm -hmm. So many times we're programmed from what we could have grown up with or other things that, that we've known. And, and well, just jumping in and, and trying to figure it out. You know, Mark, such such good impact. You know, we, we we'd love to have you back because I know you got a lot of C.S. Lewis stuff <laughs> that's up your sleeve, and and uh, but man, just really appreciate you jumping in and, and and sharing that with us today. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Thank you so much, Mark. Really appreciate it, and you look good in 3D. Oh, well, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Anytime. All right. Absolutely. All right, brother. Hi, man. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, man. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at asweunderstandhim.coffee. If sobriety is your desire and you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255 or dial 988. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their personal experiences about their spiritual journey and their path to sobriety. Therefore, any medical, spiritual, or perceived suggestions are their own opinions and should not be considered professional advice. See you next week.